0: Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scriptural readings for today. Our readings today are from Thursday of the fifth week of Easter. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After much debate had taken place, Peter got up and said to the apostles and to the presbyters, My brothers, you are well aware that from early days God made his choice among you, that through my mouth the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness by granting them the Holy Spirit, just as he did us. He made no distinction between us and them, for by faith he purified their hearts. Why, then, are you now putting God to the test by placing on the shoulders of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? On the contrary, we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way as they. The whole assembly fell silent, and they listened while Paul and Barnabas described the signs and wonders God had worked among the Gentiles through them. After they had fallen silent, James responded, My brothers, listen to me. Simeon has described how God first concerned himself with acquiring from among the Gentiles a people for his name. The words of the prophets agree with this, as is written, After this I shall return and rebuild the fallen hut of David. From its ruins I shall rebuild it and raise it up again, so that the rest of humanity may seek out the Lord even all the Gentiles on whom my name is invoked. Thus says the Lord who accomplishes these things, known from of old. It is my judgment, therefore, that we ought to stop troubling the Gentiles who turn to God, but tell them by letter to avoid pollution from idols, unlawful marriage, the meat of strangled animals, and blood. For Moses, for generations now, has had those who proclaim him in every town, as he has been read in the synagogues every Sabbath. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all you lands. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples, his wondrous deeds. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Say among the nations, The Lord is king. He has made the world firm not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so also I love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Looking for a fun vacation spot now that travel restrictions are a li- little bit less imposing post, well, I can't say post COVID, but a little bit further into the COVID crisis. Well, if you're looking for a vacation spot, I would not suggest North Sentinel Island. Politically and technically, it's part of India in the Bay of Bengal, and it's really an unspoiled tropical paradise. Warm weather year-round. The island's covered in forest. There's probably lots of fascinating species of plants, animals, insects. There are white sandy beaches. Uh, you'd have to be into the outdoors, you know. Uh, you know, to be honest, because there are no hotels and no guest houses, and you'd have to bring a tent. There are probably only about 200 residents, even if that, if if even that many, over 23 square miles. So it's certainly not overcrowded. There is no internet or phone service. It would be a great getaway, except for the fact that it's not very welcoming. The native people have had almost no contact with the outside world for their 50,000 year history, and no one off the island has any knowledge of their language. And visitors are generally attacked and or killed. So the Indian government has wisely decided to let them be, patrolling the waters from five miles away to make sure that no one goes near there either. Of course, I bet COVID isn't a problem on North Sentinel Island either. But I still wouldn't visit. The truth is, while North Sentinel Sentinel Island would be considered uh, extreme, I'm not sure that any country would be considered welcoming these days. I've never been anywhere where legal entry isn't monitored by a stern-looking government official who carefully examines your documents without a smile and uh, whose job it is to make sure that you're not going to cause problems and uh, don't intend to stay very long. I'm hoping when I get to heaven I'm greeted first and foremost by a bartender handing me a very cold, very dry gin martini. But legend has even heaven has gates and a gatekeeper with a list of entry requirements. Let's hope I've got that image wrong. Because if we can presume that the apostles knew Jesus well, and their intention was to form a church after his sacred heart, then reading the Acts of the Apostles carefully is important. At the first church council, at which was debated whether or not to welcome Gentiles to the church as Gentiles, without having them first be followers of the Jewish law, Peter says... My brothers, you are well aware that from the early days God made his choice among you, that through my mouth the Gentiles would hear the word of God and believe. And God, who knows, his heart, who knows the heart, bore witness by granting them the Holy Spirit, just as he did us. He made no distinction between us and them, for by faith he purified their hearts. Why then are you now putting God to the test by placing on the shoulders of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? On the contrary... We believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way as they are. There was just one requirement for baptism then. Faith in Jesus as Lord and Christ. You didn't need a passport. You didn't need to speak a certain language. You didn't need to be perfect. In fact, the presumption was that you were not perfect. You were welcome as a member of the body because you believed in Jesus. And let's face it, if you didn't believe in Jesus, you wouldn't want to be there anyway. Now, that's not to say there wasn't going to be some serious debate over what Jesus taught and demanded of people. Heck, Peter and Paul had it out, right? They argued over what to do about the Gentiles. But there were going to be the tax collectors and ladies of the evening, you know, prostitutes in their ranks. But every one of them, no matter what their background, what their previous sin, what their current sin, every one of them was looking for salvation with a sincere heart. And that's all that mattered. I don't have to spell it out for you. We as a church fall far short of that. I don't know how to fix it, and I don't know how to balance an attitude of welcoming with integrity of belief. Peter and Paul weren't sure either, I don't think. But it didn't stop them from trying. I hope it becomes clear to me soon how I'm supposed to try, and how we are supposed to work on it together. May Almighty God bless you this day, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.